Please refrain from talking during today's video. It really distracts from the message of the piece. By which I mean the peace and quiet I need to nap in the back row, if you know what I mean. <laughs> You're here. Welcome. Wow, you took a lot of cars to get here. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't carpool or Carl and UberX or... Well, uh, I'm sure we at Dude Where's My Ranch Realty can help you find the perfect dude ranch for you and your friends. Seems like an odd investment for a bunch of 20-somethings, but follow your bliss and all that. Here we have a lovely property. As you can see, it is a dirt farm. Over there's the main house. Three bedrooms, two baths. Next to it are the horse stalls that look like a roadside motel from the 1970s. Oh, and there's a small cabin for your creepy brother-slash-friend of indeterminate relation. He has all the guns, of course, because he likes them. And uh, beyond that is the dirty stream. Fun fact! Prospectors used to pan for gold there during the gold rush. Wow. Oh. Now, California law does require me to tell you that the land is haunted. <laughs> there have been a few sightings over the years of a tall man in a duster wearing a limp Stetson. A sort of lurch-like figure if he left the Adams family employed to play the town drunk at Knott's Berry Farm. He's supposedly some kind of Old West outlaw. Personally, I don't believe in all that nonsense. Outlaw? He's the devil himself. That's what he is. <laughs> oh, whoa. Oh, uh, Zeb. I, I thought you were tending to the horses like I asked you to. Uh, th this is Zeb. He's the farmhand. He uh, comes with the property. No extra charge. The devil rider is real, all right. The last time I seen him, I was a young and wasn't knee high to a grasshopper, but I done beat that feather in a duel. Kadoom. <laughs> I'm sure you did, Zeb. Anyway, on with the tour. Legend has it, he's been roaming around here going on 131 years. He rode these hills killing, murdering, and laughing all maniacal-like. They tried to hang him, but he just wouldn't die. Then the devil took him, or he escaped. It's not quite clear. He's allowed to come back every once in a while and kill any teens that dare go canoodling. But don't worry, there hasn't been a sighting of the Devil Rider since 1991. But he's still around. Somewhere. Still around. Still around. Still around. Still around. <laughs> Dessert, anyone? <laughs> I've got some Jello pudding pops and ecto cooler over at this picnic table here. <laughs> Is that the Headless Horseman? No, that duster. That overlong pistol. Shit. I guess the old weirdo was right. <laughs> Under a darkened sky. Within the shadows of the night. An evil waits. They say that he, he likes to see people suffer. More powerful than life. More lasting than death. Our friends are being killed. I don't understand. 
wide open spaces are closing in. <laughs> Devil Rider. Oh, that turned Sleepy Hollow real quick. Am I right, guys? Good thing there were so many cars to hide behind. Guess we should do the roll call before he comes back. <laughs> Jamie Kennedy? A cursory glance at the credits of this movie reveals a lot of people with the last name Groats. Would we call it a gross of groats? Mm. <laughs> Certainly a grotesque amount. <laughs> Greg Hansen? Hey, uh, hey, Jamie, want to get busy? Whoa, <laughs> Jesus Get your Christ, damn hands Greg. off of Greg! <laughs> the feeling of Devil Rider just got me all hot and bothered. This is the horniest movie we've ever talked about. <laughs> yes, and I was not expecting it. <laughs> Casey Reagan? It's a movie where the answer to every question is always Devil Rider. <laughs> 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 Not a lot of questions, but... <laughs> Whoa, who's that? Wait. <gasps> no, no, you can't come in here. I'm, I'm record... Yo. No. No! No! Casey! 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 Oh, hey, everybody. <laughs> it's me, Devil Rider. <laughs> I'm still out here, you know, doing the same old thing, shooting everybody. <laughs> but now you're also shooting a video podcast? Yeah. <laughs> Just wanted to stop it. You know, Casey was on my list of everybody. <laughs> Got to him eventually, as I will the rest of you. But don't worry, as remarked later in the movie, <laughs> I'm an interesting guy to hang with. <laughs> oh, I see oh, what you did there. Devil, you devil rider. <laughs> also, is this Devil Rider or Bill Cosby? <laughs> One and the same. <laughs> Welcome to post-satire hell. <laughs> devil Rider, can you bring Casey back from the dead? Is that a power you possess we didn't see it in no, the movie I but... not, Casey is dead now forever <laughs> I, I thought I'd guest host in the crowd here in the classroom <laughs> that's exactly what I feared I thought if you needed the fourth chair I could be zany and I also like Casey largely didn't pay attention to this one <laughs> no that doesn't sound like Casey that's Casey all over why do you think he was higher on the list the, the rest <laughs> this is the longest roll call we've ever done. <laughs> well, let's get into it. Wait, no, Josh Roth. Oh, Roth, excuse me. <laughs> well, I'm just going to pull out this uh, saber here. Oh, oh, be careful with that thing. Go back to hell, you son of a bitch. Well, he's dead. <laughs> now we have only three podcasters on this episode. Josh said, yes, and nah, partner. <laughs> <laughs> Casey! Casey. <laughs> oh, God. 
Oh, God, I'm bleeding. You're alive. I'm bleeding. Sorry. <laughs> I got shot in the upper throat area, so I might <laughs> sound strange <laughs> the rest of the episode. Excuse me, but it is a gun wound, so you can't talk about it. <laughs> make me stop. That'd be rude. That, that absolutely would be. I mean, I'm sure you have so much to say about this film. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. It was so horny. Greg, you did not know that when you chose this. Did not know the horniness of the movie. I didn't realize that Blue Chew had sponsored a movie in 91. (laughs) Speaking of which, this episode of Video High is brought to you by Blue Chew, the one chew men's boner pill thing, I guess. I would also like to petition to rename this movie as Cut to the Movie because there was a good 20 minutes went by where I had the serious thought, is this movie just going to be vignettes of the Devil Rider killing people on the prairie over and over and over again? I mean, it's not 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 that. I would argue it's exactly that. I would argue that this movie is, if anything, a very unnuanced look at the Devil Rider. And I'm just speaking as someone dependent on how we edit this, who has been shot by the Devil Rider himself. Or is or, the Devil or Rider. Or is the Devil Rider. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you coughed the bullet out. No, it's so (laughs) You have an idea for a movie and it's so stupid. You're just like, what if he just keeps shooting people? You know, like he doesn't stop. It's just, and you're the other people making the movie with you are like, what? <laughs> no, I mean it. He doesn't stop shooting people ever until the end of the movie, and that's only an implied ending. <laughs> that to me is that's beautiful, <laughs> but not. A very, you know, well-rounded view of Devil Rider as a character. You don't think they gave the devil his due? That was a good one, Joe. Devil Rider, if you're still answering questions or a person channeling Devil Rider, when did you die? The mistake you're making is a problem of punctuation. (laughs) (laughs) What do you mean? Severed head of Devil Rider? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, let me pick him up. (laughs) Oh, thank you so much, Casey. You're welcome, Devil Rider. This makes even less sense. <laughs> I'm, I'm holding him up to my microphone, which I do appreciate. You're welcome, Devil Rider. In what would be my own autobiographical film, it would have been Devil Period Rider Period. Oh, I okay, see. Okay. Because okay. what I think you're missing is I am... The Morning Star. I am Lucifer himself. I am the 
angel Lucifer. That part was cut out of the movie. That <laughs> that was bloated. Attack. This film bloated? No. There is a, an interesting thought, though, because yeah. the Homestead Act was 1861. The movie takes place in 1991, and mm -hmm. it, it says 100 years later, which... I don't think lines up. No. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that math checks out. I don't think people started homesteading 30 years after the Homestead Act. No. I don't think that's the way it works. Some of us are late Ubers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, I guess maybe he was a... No, maybe he's just immortal and just constantly riding around. But why this one tract of land then? Sorry, I'm, I'm laughing because I googled when we're cowboys around which was stupid enough as a thing but then people also ask when did cowboys go extinct <laughs> <laughs> which is just hilarious to picture like a comet shaped like a sheriff star hitting a town in texas and wiping out the cowboys and at least one paula cole has asked where have all the cowboys gone <laughs> <laughs> This movie, similar to the way the Christians lumped the dinosaurs and early man into the same epoch, the <laughs> California Gold Rush, the, like, Panners, was 1848 to 1855. Nothing to do with the Homesteader Act. No, but also not 1890. <laughs> also true. Did we see them get any gold? They no, didn't we didn't get see any them gold. get any gold. They were a hundred years late. Oh, I do love the idea that there were still gold rushers going to California at the turn of the century. And they're just like, you know what? It worked 50 years ago. <laughs> Surely there's still some gold in them there. Down in hills. hills. Well, they're telling the story of my life. They had to condense a lot of it. And considering I am the immortal embodiment of evil who has just spent a lot of the latter half of my life shooting people in order of when I meet them. It's <laughs> <laughs> a very specific way of doing it, Satan slash devil rider. Well, in the 1840s, I shot them panners. It just, story-wise, it, it blossomed very nicely into the other people I shot <laughs> And that's me talking again. Those might be confused. Me, the Devil Rider. Casey's better now. <laughs> oh, that was abrupt. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Devil Rider. Okay, but Devil Rider is still here in the room with us. The dis disembodied. I'm holding him. Sorry. Wait, Yeah, his body is holding me, and I'm holding the head of okay, okay. the Devil Rider. <laughs> We're in a little cuddle puddle here. We've gotten very close. Just as a stubborn factoid about myself, despite the fact that this character was clearly named Devil Rider and was the titular role, I only referred to him in my notes as the stranger. Oh my God, I did the exact same thing. the entire thing that I took notes on. I <laughs> think stranger. I switched to Outlaw once towards the end and then I went back to Stranger. You yep. guys owe Clint a lot of royalties. I know. <laughs> Kathy. You know who I do owe an apology to, though? Casey. Because in the last episode, uh -huh. you made a point of saying the character names do not make sense and are pointless to 
the plot of these movies. And I fought back. This movie proves you are 100% correct. It's very easy to not care about character names when you don't care about the characters. Yeah. And this movie gives us every character's name multiple times. Do, I had do them all straight. straight. It oh. does. I have them all straight, you, but it doesn't make a difference. Usually they <laughs> at least would have do the decency to me to say the character's name right after they had been killed. So I would retroactively fix my notes and be like, blonde woman gets killed. Oh, her name was Jenna. Okay. <laughs> do you mean Janet or Joan? Jana, Jana, J- Jana. Is it Jana? I don't know. I think it's Janet, Janet? and Joan. Okay. I, that's no, what I, I had in my notes. I, th- I thought it was Janet, too. And then they said, Janet? they definitely said Jenna. Yeah, at one point. Oh, they, they keep swapping. Shit. Again, Casey's right. The more you get hung up on names, the less it matters. Nope, but it is Janet. It is, it according is. to IMDb, okay. it is Janet. Okay. So the actors made a mistake. Oh, man. I didn't realize this until just now. But the guy who plays Mike, that's the producer, Merlin Miller. No Merlin. His name is Merlin. Because it's a fucking miracle that this movie got made. (laughs) (laughs) And he put himself in the movie as the guy everyone first wants to fuck and then abandons to death. That is the role of a producer. That is so (laughs) sweet. (laughs) Josh, I appreciate your apology. Though I don't accept it. (laughs) Because I think you have nothing to apologize for. The names, like every part of a script, are colors with which we're painting. And so how they're used is just as important as every other piece of information. And considering this movie is information low, uh, it's it's sort of all that you have. Jamie, like you said, after every death saying, we just lost Jenna and then you were like oh great cool (laughs) you've given me the permission to forget Jenna's name the minute I learn it which is brilliant which is great because it's Janet apparently (laughs) see it's gone like the pod bay doors in a space shuttle just like opening and letting go of Janet from my brain (laughs) but the other amazing thing it did is right at the very beginning it's like Oh, Tom, what do you think Buddy's thinking? Well, let's uh, uh, oh my God. Uh, well, let's look back. There's Buddy. Buddy, ah, this is how I feel. Same thing as that Mike. Anyway, Mike, in how you van. doing? How's there? Mike in the van? This sends us down the lineup. Gives us the roll call, essentially. They got a great big convoy. <laughs> Does Buddy agree with you? He's still behind me. I guess he hasn't changed his mind. <sighs> Isn't it beautiful? I haven't seen a skyscraper in hours. It's making me nervous. You're out here because Tom told you he found a great place for investing in and building a hotel. That's why you're out here. Hey, I don't see Chuck's van. Lays out the tasting menu of people who in any other movie would be killed by a variety of methods. These won't be, but... Sure they will. Sometimes they're shot. Sometimes they're shot. Sometimes they're stabbed. Sometimes they're shot and stabbed. (laughs) And then one time there's a cool thing where they hog tie him and drag him until he gets sliced by a car fender. Yeah. What's that word you said before? Cool? (laughs) (laughs) Cool? I said what I said. All right. We do get at the very beginning a clearly inconsequential character who we know is about to die, who introduces himself literally to the audience. He's like, hi, my name is Jake. Unimportant. Howdy, stranger. Name's Jake. Where are you from? I'm from where you're going. Uh, Just what does that mean? This is my land. Now, you got that wrong, mister. This here land's been set aside for homesteading, and I'm homesteading. 
Now, you don't believe me, you just go check the marshal. This'll always be my land. <laughs> we'll never come back. Well, except that he's the ancestor of our well, yeah. main character, and you know that because they're played by the same guy. <laughs> oh, really? was it? That makes sense. I, yeah. I was not paying attention. Now, Jamie caught that. I did not the see same, it. The same groat plays yeah. both Jake and sure. Tom. Sure. It's like this movie had no budget. I was worried that they were going to stay way too long in cowboy times because the budget oh. for their cowboy costumes was Party City. <laughs> <laughs> also, you know, because they both have the same fucking Stephen Perry journey hair and <laughs> like in the future, future Groat is drawn towards this land. Yes. And wears Jeff Goldblum and Buckaroo Bonsai like western shirts <laughs> that's i mean that's what manifest destiny is casey white men drawn to land they don't own that their ancestors <laughs> were killed on <laughs> that's manifest destiny and you guys aren't gonna believe this i i didn't know they were related <laughs> <laughs> what you just killed them both by coincidence oh, a total I believe... fluke i was just in the neighborhood again he doesn't have rhyme or reason his list of killing is everyone <laughs> yeah i was just around that way in the, after a hundred years except for little boy like he's anton sugar at a gas station <laughs> <laughs> and also ranch hand doesn't kill ranch hand true gotta send the message i don't Cause know because yeah. he softens in his age yeah in his old age <laughs> what the fuck did you say i'm coming <laughs> hey, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Settle down, Devil Rider. That is one feisty severed head. I'm putting your head in the corner. No, oh, come on. Let, let me stay. No, you know, we don't need a No, guess. don't put me away, please. <laughs> Body, you can stay. <laughs> and nothing says manifest destiny like a good Korg synth score. The Casio Morricone score <laughs> was bananas. <laughs> So good. It puts you in the mood for exactly the low budget thing you're in for. But it gave it a sort of weight. The low and the low somehow became a high at, at yep. certain points. Where like the videotape aesthetic and the Casio score somehow at times came together in a way that felt grand, I guess. <laughs> somehow it equaled a positive. You're the first person that has ever described this movie as grand. I feel it. I sort of love how much it sucks. <laughs> but how little it's going to apologize for. Yeah, and yeah, like yeah. how few ideas it needed to get across <laughs> what it wanted to say. I've got to say, I fucking loved this. I was very down on it for a lot of it. You're a terrible person. I am, because in the third act, I started to really like get on the movie's wavelength. On the bandwagon? Yeah. <laughs> It's not trying to be more than what it is, and therefore I'm just along for the ride, and it's great. It's clearly made by someone who loves slasher films, and it's like, okay, but what if we just had the deaths just and the sex, and, and that's it? <laughs> I think it's weirdly and strangely and somehow the fucking opposite. Ooh. I think Vic Alexander loves westerns. 
does not give a shit about slasher movies. And this is evidenced more by, like, what he subsequently worked on. Okay. This is, like, actually strangely one of the favorite movies that I've watched <laughs> for this podcast. Bull. There was so little here. I was so <laughs> just impressed. I'm gonna say it was a perfect multitasking movie because, yes, I did do other things while watching it, but it did not hinder my enjoyment of the film or my understanding of the plot whatsoever. <laughs> there is no plot! Yeah. Exactly! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there, there is one scene of exposition, and that's all you need, really. Yeah. I find myself, though, marveling at how much I did care about these characters for what they were. I was rooting for them all to die. I yes. wanted them all yes. one Same. by one. Correct. In the retrospect, though, I guess is what I mean, because it is a literally one-trick movie. It's a movie that keeps doing the same thing over and over again. The whatever, fifth or sixth time the same thing has happened, when <laughs> I am, like, finding myself feeling for the tragic love story of a character named Buddy Handsome. <laughs> was that his last name? <laughs> oh, I thought it was Buddy Hansen. Oh. I was like, dislike the use of Greg's in, in B-movies. <laughs> now I'm also Buddy Hansen. God damn it. I don't know. I, I heard Buddy Handsome, but either way. Impossible to know. <laughs> Who's played by the movie's biggest star, David Campbell, who is in Deadly Prey. That's wow. what we've got. That's the star power. Yeah, I mean, he's the only one with a picture on IMDb. That's how you know he's legit. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? It was enough for me to be like, hey, the guy from Deadly Prey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I know. And, and that to me set the tone. In everything before that, everything in the Old West, I'm excited this is going to be crazy because this was made by nobody. This was made by yeah. just people in some sewage runoff near their house and a videotape, <laughs> and they know someone with a horse, which is great. <laughs> if it's just going to be video of these people shooting each other. That's a fun movie, I suppose. And then a fucking guy from Deadly Prey shows up, and I was like, wait, this is a movie? <laughs> I love that you count Deadly Prey as a big enough credit to credit this movie as a real movie. It means that someone else saw it and thought, God, that guy's good in Deadly Prey. Just like me. <laughs> He's right, you know. You want to get rich. You ain't going to get rich by giving up. I ain't going to get rich looking with ain't no gold neither. Besides, she ain't slept in a decent bed in months now. Should have known better than bring her along. Well, I tend to get a bit irritable if I go weak without any uh... ass. <laughs> you know what? Are you boys ready to eat? And <laughs> does she go through a goose like lightning? This is the beginning of the incredible horniness of this film. Yeah. They've been out there for two weeks. One guy brought his wife just for casual Baby sex. Baby wife. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, no, a, a employee slash uh, sex prisoner. Yeah, that's definitely who she was, because he claims he can't go a week without sex. They do not have a tent or any structure. That means that guy is fucking in front of his friends outside. Everyone is fucking in front of their friends in this movie. Right. By that creek. That creek that gets creek. a lot of action. Oh, oh. Also, have you seen a dirtier creek in your life? <laughs> Look, I make no moral or ethical or, or personal judgments upon him, but just based on girth alone, he's on bottom most of the time, and that, <laughs> that creek bed is just rocks. <laughs> like, this fucking is uncomfortable. <laughs> I'm a big fan of the fact that everyone in the Wild West portion is very nice. Yes. <laughs> like everyone is very willing to immediately 
welcome whoever they see. Feed him, give him a place to stay. Hey, hey I'm Jake. I'm so it's do you want some coffee? Like, Do you want to turn with my whore? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone has guns and nobody even for a moment thinks about using them. No, which makes his like motivations all the way. Like, it's fascinating. I don't know what his claim to the land is, except, as you said, Casey, he is the eternal, the one. Right. He is the devil. Like, he is just evil. He is walking around the land killing people because that's just sort of what he's up to right now because he's been alive for thousands of millions upon all years. Oh, he's been alive all the years. But he chose the cowboy aesthetic because that's what really spoke to him. (laughs) Yeah, at the end of the day, he's sort of, you know, he's a powerful man. And at a certain point, when they get tired, they sort of lean back into, ooh, you know, John Wayne. (laughs) You want that money? We ain't got no money. Who are you? What do you want? Your lives. Is the voice of the Devil Rider the same as the actor who plays the Devil Rider? I would venture no. I have to say yes. Tag Groat definitely sounds like that. Is that the guy's name? It is the direct, yes. the, 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 the lead's brother? They're related. Jake and Tag are related. Maybe they're not. Maybe they're just, that's just a coincidence. They're just two different How many groats have you ever met in your life? (laughs) Maybe they're from a place with lots of groats. I don't know. (laughs) He does have an incredible voice. His grumble, mumble, and I love his laugh. He goes through the entire movie cackling maniacally, and it did give me a kick every time. (laughs) Feels weird talking about him with him right here, too. (laughs) (laughs) The Devil Rider does get some good commando-esque one-liners yes where he gets to say shit like i'm from where you're going (laughs) that that was incredible i think that's that's the first line he says in the movie i hope whoever kills me in my life gives me a brain teaser like that before i die where i'm just like wait so you have something to focus yeah. on. Yeah, something while, to focus while, on. While your like long last second is just like exactly. d- dissecting that. And, and then you're like, oh, hell. you're dissecting oh, that. Hell. Okay. <laughs> when they're hanging him, he won't die, and he screams, "You can't kill me ever!" Which is also really good. They riddle him with bullets, and he just keeps laughing. And they remark that he's, they've never seen anyone dangling there like that. <laughs> I was so ready for them to cut back to him just like, just staring at them, like dangling there. But it, they cut back and his eyes were closed. Then he opened yeah. his eyes. I was like, what's yeah. what, what was weird about his dangling then? Yeah, I know. <laughs> Seemed to be dangling there just fine. <laughs> Not to nitpick the enormous logic holes in this film, but then they fade to night. So he's been hanging there the entire time, I guess. Yeah, they left him. him. I think he eventually had to play dead because right? he's like, they're not, these assholes aren't going to leave unless they think I'm dead. Right. So. I was thinking the same thing because he then you see his hand come up and untie the noose. And then we cut to 100 years later. And then some. And some change. We've glossed over a few elements, which is basically right. So the first 10 minutes <laughs> of the movie is the Devil Rider showing up at various places in the land shooting people. Then he gets captured, hung, and shot, and doesn't die, and then escapes. That's the first 10 minutes of the movie. In terms of plot. In terms of beauty, (laughs) he's riding a white horse. Ultimately, he is protecting his land from developers. Devil Rider is the hero of the movie. Yeah, I'm, I'm not opposed. I'm not opposed. Also, all of these people are terrible, are ter- awful yeah. pricks. They are. 
And the movie goes out of its way to show us and tell us that. My just big question is, I guess it's just if you're blatantly a developer, because people are living on his land, like Ben and his wife and like Zeb, they were all living there pretty peacefully. No problems until the developers showed up. Okay, okay. Sort of a hero in a zombie movie. And where humanity is the zombie. But mm. the devil's still just one entity, still just has to kill either one bullet or saber thrust at a time. Yeah. <laughs> still just has the two attacks, yeah. Very inefficient. Yeah. Middle distance in a melee, that's all he's got. And he ne- never runs out of ammo. Like, he definitely has, like, the video game, just shoot off screen and suddenly your gun has bullets in it no, again. Cause... You can run out of ammo only once, and it's, it's right before a quit. If you have a quip load, you can, you can save the shot for the mind-destroying quip, which is what he did to Ben. Right, right. And see, I knew a name. I knew a name because they said it after he died. <laughs> I am just in love with the quips in this movie. When he kills the prospectors and they're like, what do you want? And he says, your lives. I love it. Yeah. It's always sold by the way he says it. His voice yeah. is perfect for them. It's good that they got Larry Fishburne to overdub him. <laughs> <laughs> I also love when asked why he's been killing people. And he just says, they weren't important. It gave me pleasure. Yeah, he just rules. I think what's great about this movie is everyone else sucks. <laughs> yeah. it, it makes sense to me that this person that they're coming out of this from a western and like shoehorning in the slasher stuff because the the slasher stuff sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it misses the point about like slashers were all about increasingly strange and wild kills. None of that. <laughs> we get yeah, we get one kill over and over. This this movie had me. All of my impulses were switched, which I kind of liked about it. Uh, yes, I'm remembering names, but also it was so beautifully simple. I wasn't looking for hidden messages. I was just like, why am I killing people? And he says, they were unimportant. It was fun. It gave me pleasure. I was like, I trust him. I trust Devil Rider. <laughs> the answer to every question is Devil Rider. Why is this happening? Devil Rider. Who's the villain? Devil Rider. What's going to happen next? Devil Rider. Every movie question is answered in this movie by Devil Rider. And I was I was totally down. <laughs> well, and he gets all the best lines. Like, townsfolk get to say shit like, You ain't so tough now, are you, Mr. Bad Man? Terrible line. Not good. Yep. <laughs> not, not good. Terrible line. Yeah, and then responded with, You can't kill me ever! A hundred years later, in the 90s, the Devil Rider shows up and shoots a guy who's, like, loading hail bales in his truck, who we'll later learn is Ben. They have, like, car and horse chase. It's American horseback versus Japanese steel. And you know what? <laughs> American horseback wins! <laughs> car gets stuck in the mud, and the guy tries to run Modern away. This is the one time that the Devil Rider runs out of bullets. Ben makes this incredible whimpering sound, like a... <laughs> it's So he has to pull out his civil... War saber. You want to cut off my head? Well, I did it. Is this a hint? Are you setting us up for later in the movie? <laughs> it wasn't a mistake. It was to destroy Ben's sanity, which is what happened. <laughs> and make which him shit his pants, definitely. Because yeah. that happened. That's what that noise was. Yeah. Ruined his personality. 
Made him not Ben anymore. Made to... him not a person anymore. He turns into a comatose lunatic after this. Yeah, shredded him. And the, the, the Devil Rider just lets him live and walks away. It doesn't make me feel like that hanging stops the Devil Rider over the... Like, this hundred years, the Devil no, Rider... No, he's been killing other people, for sure. Yeah, that's definitely what I assume. Yeah, he's, he's not been lying in wait. He's been hanging around... Ha- hanging around. And, and Zeb proves that. Oh, yeah, that. he confirms he it. He confirms that the Devil Rider's been seen... He probably kills, like, vagrants and things like that. I don't think he's been on, like, a murder spree since then. I think But I think he's definitely can't. been murdering. I think we can't know. Yeah. It is very possible Devil Rider has just been shooting people pretty nonstop this whole time. So we meet the great-grandson of Jake, Tom, a late 80s, early 90s jerk with enormous shoulder pads, is leading a convoy. If Devil Rider doesn't get to him, Patrick Bateman will. (laughs) (laughs) We never see a business card, so he probably loses that fight. (laughs) Tom has some crazy idea to build a resort on a dude ranch, and all of his friends are investors? It's a pyramid scheme. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) What do you think of this idea, Tom? About investing in a dude ranch? I'm not sure. I've never been to a dude ranch before. Any of you? Not me. Me either. I have. And I was sore for a week. The ADR takes like a really weird turn that I loved. Any of you been to a dude ranch? Not me. There was a conversation at one point where they said, if we just could have one more and not me in there, I think that scene would work. (laughs) (laughs) The the whole movie is ADR'd. It really does like occasionally dip in and out of believability. I'd say 20% of the time, one of these lines will come in and just blow your head off. It's so weird. They took zero room tone for mixing purposes. (laughs) There are some fucking hard cuts that happen the audio drops out completely at a couple points yeah there is some audio snafus to say the least (laughs) i think i found myself not even noticing them at a certain point though because as we now have seemingly said i feel like we've said so many times tom is leading a convoy and keeps (laughs) calling back to each different car where we learn people's names and a little bit about their relationship to each other. It's like the Borgon Trail. (laughs) 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 To be fair, in in the context of this movie, it'd be more like the Gorgon Trail. (laughs) (laughs) An exposition, Wes. (laughs) Every time it cuts into a new car, they're they're shooting in a wildly different location. (laughs) From (laughs) desert to suburb to like middle of like, country farmland i just know that's because this is like a movie that was shot when they could i i I can't help but be charmed by mistakes after that judge not the continuity from the here forward traveler (laughs) speaking of being charmed by mistakes here comes zeb (laughs) zeb zeb rules zeb is a farmhand who is just muttering to himself and his horse that everyone is doomed. He, he keeps saying how everyone thinks he's crazy, and he's saying this to his horse, which is not helping his case whatsoever. <laughs> Definitely nothing says I'm not crazy like saying they think I'm crazy to a horse. <laughs> Zeb introduces himself to everyone, and the ranchers essentially offer up Zeb as employment. You know, serfdom is alive and well in the Old West. With the money we get from here... Lloyd and I are going to buy a small business. What about me? Where'll I go? Well, I'm sure they're still going to need some help tending to the stalls and horses. Isn't that so? As a matter of fact, if we build a dude ranch, there'll be more to do. More helpers. 
They'll need somebody to show them the ropes. You mean I'll be like a boss? Sure. <laughs> yeah, ain't such bad folks after all. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> you were supposed to tell Zeb. No, you were supposed to tell Zeb. Uh, Zeb, you still got a job. Definitely short. You're going to be a manager. It's going to be great. <laughs> this is very fun land. <laughs> we like Zeb, but we only just met Zeb. You know, we don't know what it's like to be around that all the time. <laughs> he does tell us about his first run in with the Devil Rider. No country for young chuds. <laughs> I was a, a boy about 10. First time I've seen him. Outlaw from hell itself. Zeb starts to tell the story and then walks away. Everyone gets up from their meal and follows him. I need a little change of scenery for this second scene. It's 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 (laughs) very funny. I thought it was like a, a real funny. I don't know if it's meant to be, but it is. It, does, it, do, it doesn't matter, thankfully. Little Zeb is playing with like a pop gun, and the devil rider challenges him to a duel. When this hits the ground, draw. But he lets Zeb live and walks away laughing maniacally. Well, he won the duel. And Zeb takes the coin. Devil Rider goes from being a true maniac who kills everything he sees to, like, Uncle Devil Rider who just shows up to, like, spook kids and teach them strange lessons. (laughs) Got your nose, kid! (laughs) I mean, I think Zeb did suffer a death in that moment. I don't think he lived to become the full Zeb he could have been, if not for that fateful (laughs) day with the Devil Rider. That's not the dreams that Zeb had. To be passed around from dude ranch to dude ranch. (laughs) There's a moment, maybe my favorite moment in the whole movie, when Zeb starts to tell the tale and kind of wanders off, and everyone goes, <laughs> everyone goes hey, yes, let's, yes. let's check this out. And then just like scoot in front of him and sit in front of the chairs I he may it. have been going to sit in. <laughs> <laughs> they cut him off. It's so good. <laughs> and, then they, and just like cozy up to hear from Zeb. Because it does. Zeb does have that sort of energy in this movie. A cuddly presence on screen. (laughs) Magnetic, damn it. The the ending of this scene is absolutely beautiful. That's the last time I've seen him. But he's still around. Somewhere. Dessert, anyone? Well, he tells the whole story about the Devil Rider, and then he goes, and and he can come back and kill every now and then. What? (laughs) What are the rules, Zeb? What are the rules? (laughs) Not only what are the rules, also, there is no evidence that he can kill. Because he <laughs> you're alive. Zeb is alive. And Ben is alive. Oh my God, you're right. The two instances that he actually knows about of the Devil Rider returning are both survivors. Yeah. I think those are the only ones we're seeing, y'all. Again, I will. I think the Devil Rider is just out <laughs> here, like, setting off all the Grand Theft Auto alarms, just sort of playing Red Dead Redemption 2, lowest honor mode, just like walking by people, doming. Them, tricking them, stabbing them with swords. Why not? You, 
<laughs> he gets his head cut off. He wakes up in the nearest hospital. Game continues. <laughs> Everyone gets immediately busy when they get into the farmhouse. Oh, oh but we open with the worst perpetrator oh, of it, which is this worst. conversation between Joni and Tom, where she accuses him of being fatherly, and oh. he goes to town on her mouth. And <laughs> <laughs> sure does. He needed supplies. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, they're out in the country. When you get into town, you gotta really go to town. You know? <laughs> Uh-oh, you called me Joni. Whenever you do that, you're getting fatherly with me. Did your father ever kiss you like that? If he did, my mother would have had him arrested. Oh! I was so uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> was so uncomfortable. Especially because in the context of this movie, that worked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's yeah. like, oh no, you're getting all fatherly. And he's like, oh. And he's like, your father ever kiss you like that? And she's like, damn. Wow. Good, <laughs> good douche. In that, Ooh, in that moment, you, you heard the boing of her fucking bra strap. R- right, right. The turkey timer went off. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's somehow a totally irradiated with context scene but also a contextless enough scene it played flirty but could have played horrifying it could have been the dialogue didn't need to change for that scene to play those two characters tom and Joni, are truly the worst on-screen couple i've ever seen in a movie that we're supposed to like because i don't get the sense that there's Supposed to be unlikable. No, no, no. I... No, I think they're the movie supposed... wants us to hate them. No, no but they're not, the not... heroes, quote-unquote. They, they yeah, live. those two. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they do. Yeah. They live, and they oh, get their, and they get their walking into the sunset scene at the end. Yeah, somehow they earn survival, maybe through being the most characterless. <laughs> <laughs> they're certainly not the most chased. No, if we're no. going on slasher movie rules. No, everybody in this movie gets chased. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, in fact, they do light incest role play for foreplay. But they're not the only ones. Buddy and Janet go to stay with Ben. So Ben, the guy from earlier who got chased by the Devil Rider, he's essentially almost comatose. You would be too. Yeah. I would be too. I can't speak for anyone else. I would be too. He's the brother of the guy who's selling the ranch. Brother, friend, it is never said. I went back to check. It's unclear. They never actually say. It should be said that Tom and the crew have arrived at the dude ranch that they are planning on buying the land of. The land is on Devil Rider's land, question mark. And they're all staying the night at the houses that are on the land so that they can negotiate a deal and check out the land. And there's not enough room in the main house, so... Buddy and Janet have to go stay with Ben and his wife. They get a waterbed, so I don't know. That seems like a pretty good deal. Well, it's not a good deal if you're trying to cuckold your husband because there's (laughs) (laughs) there's no worse bed for sneaking in and out to have an affair than a (laughs) waterbed. There's no sneaking back into a waterbed. It's impossible. It is physically impossible. Everybody's getting busy. We got some more Casio, which is like kind of an almost Jeopardy meets Hillbilly vibe. (laughs) Down, 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 down. As an editor, I appreciated what this sequence was going for. 
I don't know what this sequence was going for, but it was intercutting Zeb getting ready to shoot beer cans with a couple having sex. Are you ready? internet phones must have been so boring because these nice, attractive young women are doffing their pants for these (laughs) horrible chud Do we think the sex was good? No. 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 Does an aged and probably incontinent cowboy shooting beer cans in a dark backyard is that <laughs> full beer cans a full beer can is that meant to be what are we supposed to think the last sex of their lives is like fast and unsatisfying <laughs> is what i got we also get tom talking about how he feels like he was drawn to the land oh I it's for- ghosts oh. it's ghosts you were drawn to ghosts i still think there's something you're not telling me okay there is a hundred years ago a guy homesteaded it on this property He was killed. He was my great-grandfather. Now, a lot of people say I'm a lot lot like him in many different ways. I've always wanted to just get this property back into the family. It means something to me. I mean, I feel like I I owe this guy something. I just don't understand you sometimes, Tom. This man has been dead for years and years. You wouldn't even know him from Adam. How could you possibly owe him anything? Yeah, I know. Well, it's funny because he goes, okay, my my grandfather or great-grandfather homesteaded this land. He just put a stick down. <laughs> I don't think that there was any record of that being his stick. Well, if somebody but, sh- and also the devil rider killed him and his wife. So yeah, who, who was born? Who, where was the child? Where's yeah, the line no, right, of succession? That's what I was thinking. I was, like, I was like, where did the kid come from? Was this wife number two for Jake? It's <laughs> <laughs> a very good question. That is a good one. I just can't imagine my great-great-grandmother was murdered here. Now we're going to turn it into an air. Airbnb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not a good idea. No. No, that's why it's a verbo. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever life his groat groat grandfather left it. Like obviously, I think he just was given this land. So that all that bullshit about being drawn there is like, yeah, by like you know, can't beat that price, dude. Yeah, he's a venture capitalist. He gets angel investors and flushes all the money on ping pong tables yeah exactly and when you meet those people they do talk in those terms i've been moved to do this like this isn't just me and my money though i am buying it i there is this is a force working (laughs) through me and my money the universe wants me to build an empire of co-working spaces that will inevitably (laughs) collapse yeah exactly so he's fallen upon boyd and his wife people who've been saddled with a farm that's not producing and a zeb that just won't stop shitting (laughs) (laughs) it's hard to be a dirt farmer it's angel investors versus devil riders (laughs) 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 it's a killer market (laughs) (laughs) tom and janet get busy again next to the dirt river chuck is horny but mary isn't in the mood it's because it's the worst picnic in the world (laughs) also i gotta give it to them don't give it to them (laughs) do not give it to them they drove for hours and then they show up to a completely unfamiliar place eat a shitload of barbecue and then they're (laughs) like you know what gets Mm. me frisky 
<laughs> and that a creek looks cold. It looks like oh, like hard and dirty. This cannot be fun. One thing we haven't mentioned is that the Devil Rider is a pervert because yeah. he's always looking in on people getting busy. Going all the way back to when he snuck up on Jake's wife. He always is peeping and perving. I liked that bit of character development for the Devil Rider. I like felt like in that moment... <laughs> we get to know a bit of his personality. Human. Yeah. He's only yeah, human? Well, it's, uh, the whole movie, he is just always winning and killing. Winning and killing, winning and killing, winning and killing, winning and killing. And then every once in a while, it, it takes a moment to show him being a creep. It's like, well, that is, I suppose, a new shade of the character. <laughs> you got to do something for a hundred years. Yeah, right? You're an asshole. You know that? You scared the crap out of my girl. Run, Mary, run, run. Mary runs away. Chuck gets shot a whole bunch. Joan hears the gunshots mid-coitus. I don't know if it was mid-coitus. Maybe. Tom thinks nothing of it. Did you hear that? What? Gunshots. It's probably just hunters. Well, if there's people shooting in the woods, maybe we shouldn't be here. No. Mary is then impaled by the stranger's saber. Yeah, she was. Hey. Devil Rider got it in. <laughs> and then he peeps on Janet that night? It's Janet, yeah. Yeah, he's peeping on Janet. You can tell with her, because her claw-like fingernails that she was putting on in the car ride earlier. That's why uh, maybe he was attracted to her, because she had, she had these long sort of demonic like Freddy Krueger. <laughs> yeah, I was I couldn't I was really could not stop looking at that either. That's supposed to be Janet, right? Like our main it That's was, yeah, Janet. It yeah. was Janet. Is that our main lady? No, that's no, Joni. No, that's buddies. Joni that's buddies. is our main yeah. lady. Janet is Bud's uh lady friend. We don't know what any of their marital or relationship <laughs> status is. <laughs> no They're idea. just woman and man. Bud calls her to bed. Janet goes for a midnight walk in her kimono. And finds, oh, this is great, finds Ben riding a horse like a damn creep in the middle of the night. He says he rides every night. It's quiet. I'm alone. And he just rides away. And that's the end of that. And Janet is cheating on Bud, we find out, with Mike, the other yuppie. The producer of the film. They go to the horse stalls and they get busy. The producer, yeah. (laughs) And then the stranger watches them while laughing he seemingly watches the entire thing and then janet goes back to bed no but the great thing about this is how mike picks up a saddle and puts it (laughs) and like slaps it like well here we are and it's like what how what are we (laughs) in the context of this movie that guy's got moves That is the most move we've seen. Because so far, the other moves that we've seen are, did your daddy kiss you like this? <laughs> and, hey, want to get busy. Those are the That's other it. moves. That's There's it. No, it's no contest that fucking Janet wants to bone Mike. <laughs> Mike understands how to put a saddle on the ground and slap it. That's pretty good. <laughs> and at this point, we've spent so much time with Janet. Janet's now taken over the movie in terms of just the character of the movie. Yeah. Which I sort of loved. It was this little story of infidelity that's going on amidst all this silliness. And I liked following the story, but 
you're following it again like someone playing Red Dead Redemption 2 and just like following an NPC and seeing like this little <laughs> bit of side story that happens. Just watching their idle animation. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like you see it happen. You're like, oh, that's funny that, oh, it's implying that these two characters are cheating on their spouses. Oh, <laughs> that is fun. Click, click, gun. Back to shooting everything. I'm playing the video game. <laughs> Mike, you did this. Hey, why the hell would I do that? You're a liar. You did it. You lay another hand on me, buddy. I'm going to flatten you. Yeah, you and what army? Mike, no! That'll teach you to mess with me, asshole. Leave him alone, creep. That's enough. Can we stop this now, everybody? We're supposed to be friends. Really? (laughs) That's your relationship in this movie? Your friends? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> because I did not get that. All of your actions would suggest otherwise. I would believe I thought, Fraternity I Brothers. I business associates. Yeah, I would believe Fraternity <laughs> Brothers at the right. most. They're almost <laughs> as backstabbing to each other as the friends in that show Friends. <laughs> I will remember you. <laughs> that is what I mean. <laughs> no one told you life was going to be this way. <laughs> I love how down everyone is in this movie to leave behind the people they love who have been shot at. (laughs) I say that knowing I would probably do the same thing. No offense to everyone I love. The only person the next morning who's even remotely concerned that Chuck and Mary are gone is Lloyd, the rancher. Nobody else cares. He asks where the hell Chuck and Mary are, and Tom's like, I don't fucking know. Hey, your friends are just gone do you care about this and then janet mentions that she heard gunshots and the ranch's like wait what now yeah the only one that ever does anything heroic yep. yeah is the rancher and it's so sweet tom goes to his car to get compasses and stuff that could help i got some stuff in the car compasses, compasses and stuff, stuff to help us yeah that's uh, sure the tires are all flat bud kicks mike blaming him which which mike's out mike is down for the count like a horse who broke his leg mike is now done they could have easily at any point helped him and no we (laughs) so much time Uh -uh. no they couldn't have no because it was scary it was real scary it was scary every single time it was scary (laughs) even waiting for it to be scary for the person in front of them it was still (laughs) scary so scary they couldn't help mike I know it was supposed to have the opposite effect, but it endeared me to Buddy. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I guess. I guess. At least makes someone's sense. fighting for someone. Yeah, in this, I had you this know? moment where, like, the scene before, his wife had just crawled back into a waterbed, which is not a thing. You cannot secretively <laughs> crawl back into <laughs> after just fucking one of his friends on this. I'm about to go spend a lot of my money buying us a hotel journey and gets in like this, like, <laughs> Hey, don't fight anymore. Hey, you guys break it up. Scuffle with, Michael, and then it's like, are we cool, man? Are we cool? And then gives a wimpy little sidekick to his dick. (laughs) Yeah, goes to kick him in the shin, but his fucking groin gets in the way. Like, it's the best. It's, like, so (laughs) Weasley that I... Yeah, yeah, you're right, Jamie. It is like he—he's fighting for his wife in his own pathetic way. Yeah, and I sort of—I found myself liking that about Buddy, which, you know, considering where it goes, it goes so tragic. It goes so bad for Buddy. 
Handsome Hanson. It goes worse for Mike. It's true. Mary's bloody body falls out of the car, implying that the devil rider put her there. <laughs> devil rider's having fun. He is in it for the laughs. Look, I'll tell you this much. The devil rider, he doesn't work a day in his life because he enjoys what he does. <laughs> <laughs> and he starts a shootout and Mike does not survive. It's <laughs> less shootout at the OK Corral and more OK shootout at the Corral. <laughs> 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 well, nice. yeah, so the Devil Rider shows up and starts shooting at them. Everyone kind of huddles behind the cars. Mike tries to make a run for it, gets shot in the leg, and everyone fucking ditches him. <laughs> Tom explicitly tells Carol to leave yeah. him. Yeah. Fucking no, leave they get him. in a line to take turns abandoning Michael. It's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> They each run past him in turn, and he's reaching up for the up to he's them like, for help. I'm still good, guys. I just can't. Can you just pick yeah. me up, please? All he needs is a hand. Feels like Tom at one point walks by Michael, turns around, puts his hand to his chin, and is like, oh, "Should I? I don't know if there's time." <laughs> it's wild. To one after the other, learn your friends could all do without you. Down to the last person. <laughs> and that's your last fleeting thought. How? Imagine no, that. No, is that. Is that the last fleeting thought? Because you have oh, yeah, wait. 45 minutes of, yeah. of running towards the house before you die. You're just going to be toyed with. He, he's limping towards the house. Everyone's gathered in the house. Yeah, they're all hiding behind. From the large w- yeah, bay window. Right. Yeah. They're all standing there in front of a huge bay window watching Michael get toyed with to death. <laughs> this grotesque cat and mouse that the Devil Rider plays with Michael. If only there was anything we could have done. <laughs> if only there were guns. If only there were guns, but all the guns are in oh. Ben's house because, and I quote, he, he likes, likes them. them. We don't no. like them. The, so. You know the pastor doesn't allow us to have guns in this town. <laughs> Call back. But they do have cat darts. <laughs> it's wild that when Mike actually gets killed, his girlfriend Carol screams as if she's not been like literally just like waiting for yeah. it to happen. <laughs> if she's only like, there was no! anything she could have done at any point. They are all acting with the urgency of Willy Wonka. No, stop. <laughs> Go back. <laughs> yeah, it would have been so funny if they went the other way and she was just like, it was going to happen for a long time. Like, she's like, it's more of a relief than anything. You said he was cheating on me? <laughs> all right, all right. Well, I can justify this. You, Michael. At least I still have Zeb. <laughs> <laughs> for now. Oh, Zeb. <laughs> Zeb. Oh. The Devil Rider hogties Mike and drags him under a tractor, somehow killing him, which I thought was kind of cool. No, 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 it wasn't. Y'all, it was not cool. Come on. No, it was kind of cool. 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 It was kind of cool. We don't see how different. he died. Casey, it was okay. different. And that Maybe, is look, enough I, for I me. am a little heartbroken. He wasn't either shot or stabbed or driven insane. Those or or actually decapitated, like I thought yeah, he was. Yeah, but you gotta save that. I understand you have to save that, I suppose. You, Chekhov's decapitation. That would have been a nice uh, bit of foreshadowing <laughs> yeah. if, if they could have afforded it. So Michael's on the ground because the Devil Rider has just been shooting at him. This is uh, torturous. It's the most torturous death the Devil Rider deals to anyone. And then he rides up on the horse. It's played as like, oh, God, what are you doing? Oh, God. But really what's happening is you can see the horse. Like horses, I understand, are very big animals that could trample you or whatnot. But the horse doesn't 
know that it's meant to be playing that, so the scene reads more as the horse being like, <laughs> Oh, excuse me. Oh, I don't want to step on you. Oh, you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, there He's you like go. tap dancing around him. Devil Rider gets a lasso on Michael, and he pulls him for about seven feet until he gets Michael gets wedged <laughs> up under a rototiller or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. I know. I, awesome is not the word. Wilbur. <laughs> Michael, no. I do like this This Mr. Ed doing dressage. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Don't believe me. Just watch. <laughs> it's Brian De Palma's dressaged to kill. <laughs> Tom and Lloyd sneak out to get guns from Ben's place, leaving Joan and Zeb alone. Yeah, a lot of trust and Zeb. Putting a lot of trust in Zeb. Joan, Bud, and Zeb. And Janet, I believe, is oh, there, Janet too. Is yeah. There. Yep. Poor Lloyd gets shot and trampled, yep. trying to buy Tom time, which, why would you do that? Just let Tom die. There's literally only one Devil Rider. He stays very <laughs> far away <laughs> yes. most yeah. of yeah. the time. There's eight of you. Just run in different directions. <laughs> they, they only ever go to one place. So the so the guy on the horse can be like, oh, I guess I'll go kill you now. And then everyone's like, wow, I can't believe they died. <laughs> How did he catch us? We were all in one convenient location. How did he kill us? I ran directly towards him. <laughs> <laughs> and the last 30 minutes of the movie begins at when they find the bodies out in the cars. So, like, the last 30 minutes of this movie is them all running into this living room and then one by one leaving it to go be killed by the Devil Rider. And then there's an epilogue. <laughs> At least they have the guts to do it in the broad daylight, which is refreshing, you know? <laughs> yeah. Also cheaper. Much also cheaper. <laughs> and Tom ends up in Ben's house and he's like, you have the guns, we need the guns, even though old man Zeb has said... Guns are, are useless. <laughs> and Kate, who is taking care of her near comatose boyfriend, Ben, takes the news of there is a maniac killer outside who has killed the two landowners on whose land you currently reside free of charge. She takes that with a, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Leave him alone. Take the guns Leave and him alone. go. <laughs> yeah, and she sends him packing with the packing. Leave him alone. There's a madman outside and he's killing us. Give me the guns. Here, take them. Now leave him alone. Wait. Ben, no. You can only kill you him hurt. with his saber. What saber? His saber. It's the only way. Cut off his head! He's not well. And you just want someone to say, like, well, he'll be less well when he comes here and kills you both, (laughs) which seems to be his M.O. at the moment. I don't know a lot about caring for somebody with a disability, but I don't think the caretaker should cradle the person who needs the care and just talk about how much better he used to be before his disability. Back in the day, you would have done great things. You would have figured this out. But, you know, you're really a problem now. A big burden. When does Ben get killed? Like, the reveal is cool that she's cradling him and it turns out he's been dead for X amount of time. Yeah. 
I don't think they say. Okay. I yeah, they, that. I don't they, think it's at a certain point. They just, they just wanted the reveal. And it's it's pretty cool. The horror of this movie, you know, the horror of the horror western is seemingly communication. Yeah. Because the whole movie, someone has the answer to how to <laughs> escape. And they just simply won't tell anybody (laughs) (laughs) until he does for no apparent reason well because everyone has this instinct to help tom ben runs out and goes like hey uh the devil rider once was like said something about cutting off his head that's probably it (laughs) sure but also zeb is like you're not gonna kill him with bullets and then his plan is to immediately (laughs) go outside and shoot shoot him (laughs) i sort of loved that uh zeb had resigned himself to death it's like now it's my turn everybody resigns themselves to death (laughs) so quickly they do not try to escape very much they watch like two or three people die and they're like well we're all gonna die i guess there's that's it they did immediately believe that the murderer was the devil rider i guess with no evidence that it is the devil rider and they sort of understood and internalized the idea of a devil rider in a way that it i needed a prologue in the old west to even begin to understand what a devil rider is and they found <laughs> yes. yeah they, they just get they just get yeah, a story they, they got a campfire story from an old coup yeah. about a guy who shows up and doesn't kill him <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, everything they know about the Devil Rider doesn't include death. I would just be like, I thought he didn't kill people. (laughs) Lloyd's grand plan when he's like, okay, Tom, go to Ben's and I'm gonna kill myself now is just to run towards the devil rider and i guess improv seeing as tom this is your land through inheritance i am yours as well as zeb so i will be your praetorian guard to die before you (laughs) and lloyd's girlfriend seeing him die just goes i guess me too (laughs) yeah she gets run down slashed by the devil rider's cutlass in a very revealing way she gets yeah. she, she gets a very sexy injury. The Devil Rider gets into the house very easily. Bud gets knocked out easily. And the Devil Rider carries Janet out to his horse. And Zeb was hiding behind a Sherry's Lounge the entire time. Tom tries to tell Buddy not to go after him. Yeah, Buddy accepts Janet's death very quickly. He's like, she's gone. He's probably killed her. And he's like, yeah, probably shouldn't look or do anything. And just goes... Janet, dead. (laughs) We're going to make it out of this. If you know so much, then what are you waiting for? Why don't you do something? That's not fair, Joey. Not fair? No, it's not fair. Not fair? You want to know what's not fair? I'll tell you what's not fair, Tom. Our friends are being killed. That's what's not fair. And they didn't understand why, and I don't understand why. But you do. I love that she actually calls him out on, like, do something, you protagonist. Yep. <laughs> yeah, right. We know that you're top build somehow. You need to do something. And he just goes, I don't know how to <laughs> or what. I love that he just blandly says, we're going to get out of this without any backing up of that whatsoever. That's what a protagonist would say. (laughs) But also, he gets earth-shattering information from Ben. He knows (laughs) the Devil Rider's Achilles heel. 
does not tell anybody no. because that needs nope. to be a closely guarded secret just in case. Yeah, only he can be the one to deal the killer blow. That was oh. not part of Ben's idea, but he's like, I need to be the hero. Nobody yeah. else can usurp Ooh, being the hero. If I me. give this information away, someone else can be the hero. <laughs> I don't want I don't want Bud to kill him. <laughs> but also in fairness to Tom, that is uh, what Joni was telling him as well. So every yeah, these he's <laughs> this is a cycle that is telling Tom these things. This is a problem. <laughs> this is a systemic problem. Tom and Buddy take Carol's body away, which has apparently just been sitting in the room. Oh. Can you imagine? <laughs> we better get Carol to another room. That's a good idea, fella. She's starting to smell kind of gamey. Ooh. It's a ludicrous Ooh. thing to say uh, about to some... your friend. <laughs> yeah, right. The person it's who just wild. died, a friend of yours. That that was Mike's girlfriend too. Wow, they really did not like these yeah. people yeah. whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, Janet brought them along, obviously, to fuck Mike. And now Janet's gone, so they've got no reason to pretend to be nice to their corpse. No, to Carol. Tom is the only one in the movie that has any confidence that they're going to get through this. He's the only one with the information that can get them through this, and he doesn't tell them. This movie eschews any sense that the other people think that they have any chance yeah. of winning, which is just crazy. <laughs> no, yeah, in the same way, they've realized that it's, they're up against the devil rider. Like, they're they're done. It's over. Did all the cars I have flat tires? I think tire? they all yeah. have flat Okay, they okay. Have, okay. I'm yeah. like, why didn't they hop in that van? <laughs> they brought three cars. The, the car and the truck and the van and the RV, and behind him was the yeah. school bus and the... <laughs> Zeb goes out to greet death. He calls out the Devil Rider and has a duel. May our lives have as much symmetry as Absolutely. Zeb, no last name, the farmhand. <laughs> That's all we can hope for in life, that we have a poetic end like that. So poetic. The Devil Rider does so not remember. The, the Devil Rider does not remember whatever Zeb is going for. <laughs> no, not at all. Zeb like, tries to make the a... This, this is the most so important God. thing that's ever happened to Zeb, and the Devil Rider's like, what the fuck? Yeah. What? You, you took everything from me. I don't even know who you are. <laughs> the day I came to your town and we drew was the most important day of your life. <laughs> to me, it was Tuesday. <laughs> Zeb's death is poetic in that it's like poetry, in that it can be very short stilted and filled with dumb words <laughs> when this hits the ground draw <laughs> i beat you you son of a bitch i beat you <laughs> zeb is obviously shot and killed Tom comes over and shuts his eyes and just very sweetly says, you beat him, Zeb. They treat Zeb better than they treat their friend. Totally. Well, Zeb's, Zeb's beautiful. Zeb's a beautiful soul. Yeah. Zeb gave them more. They weren't friends. They were me. They were backstabby and venal and awful to each other. Devil Rider has Janet tied up at his campsite he brands her tom and bud run to help her but they're too late it makes sense that they're too late because they really take their time yeah, in they going were in no to save her. because when they find her she is hanged which is not the position she was in previously when she was getting branded so like 
time no, has she, also yeah. passed. Yeah, that's true. She was tied up by her wrists. Yeah. I am a huge fan of the movie's bad thing reveal music, which sounds like the news at 10. <laughs> it's like... The movie continues to be incredibly horny because Bud cuts down Janet. Oh. I hate this moment. He cradles her and kisses her corpse straight yeah. on her cold, dead lips. You didn't like that? I like. I didn't find that creepy. I found it like touching. What? Yeah, it's weird. It's the lips. It's the I, lips yeah, make it weird. Lips, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kiss, kiss it on was the forehead, forehead. Kiss on the cheek. the cheek. There's places you can kiss a dead person, and, and it's t- sweet. Let's limit those to two. We're gonna say <laughs> right. there are two places cheek, you can kiss. Cheek and, and Cheek and forehead. That would be sweet. Hand. Hand Hand. would be sweet. But fingers off limits. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Devil Rider returns to the campsite. Bud tries to shoot him. Doesn't work. Gets stabbed. Tom duels him with his gun, which is pretty rad. There are actually sparks flying when they do it, which is pretty cool. Yeah, you can really feel the chemistry. Yeah. Mm, Horny movie. What if this movie in this moment switched to Tom oh, and the man. Devil Rider looking into each other's eyes and being like, it was you. It was always you. He grabs <laughs> him and in the same POV shot, they said, do you want to cut off my head? He's like, your father never kissed you that way, did he? <laughs> <laughs> that would be so wild because it is two brothers yeah. in real life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Your brother never kissed you in his way. Oh my god. What? <laughs> Your father, my father. <laughs> my father, my brother, my father, my brother, my father, my brother. Put <laughs> my gross and groat. Before the Devil Rider can kill Tom, Joan screams no, distracting him just enough for Tom to grab his saber and then scream, Go back to hell, you son of a bitch! That scuffle really proves that Devil Rider not great at hand to hand. No, no. Much better with the gun. There's a reason he had two weapons. <laughs> Definitely a ranger class. Yeah. <laughs> Tom and Joan walk away thinking it's over. No, not only thinking of it, literally saying <laughs> it's, it's over. over. <laughs> As the movie continues. Greg, Josh wasn't lying. That was probably what they were thinking as well. It's just because they <laughs> also <laughs> said it. He didn't let Josh finish. Then we cut back to shots of the abandoned ranch. The movie's apparently not over yet. A group of hikers are climbing up the easiest dirt hill y'all ever saw. I assumed this was another hundred years into the future. They didn't need to <laughs> In there, I just assumed it. The flying robots were implied. Yeah, exactly. It seemed like a bunch of baristas on <laughs> yeah. their day off. We're, we're, we're going on a hike. They find some old bullet shells. The movie continues to be incredibly horny. So horny. I don't know. I have a funny feeling. Where? <laughs> That's, to be honest, the best line any of the guys yeah. have. It weirdly, yes, actually is. I also, in this moment, when I find the bullet shells, all I can think of is the ending of Jumanji, and I'm picturing like the drumming <laughs> going, <laughs> as we cut to the devil rider. <laughs> yep, cut to the devil rider's severed head laying on the ground. His horse laughs maniacally. Screams. screams. <laughs> Definitely screams. That horse goes, ah! <laughs> <laughs> 
It's like the screaming goat goat meme, yeah. Screaming groats. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. No, that's good. Thank you. We are the podcast that stares at groats. (laughs) <laughs> i think it absolutely was not a scream i mean it was a, a a hell of a winnie but i believe the performance was more of a laugh a hell <laughs> of a winnie exactly because my evidence for laugh over scream would be simply this what's the title of this movie the devil rider yeah so what was our villainous cowboy riding a horse a horse <laughs> <laughs> The devil. The horse was the devil. I did wonder this as well. And the the, the devil rider is the blaster to this master blaster situation. A simple (laughs) psychopath. The horse whinnied. We're going again. The devil rider rides again, baby. And then picks up the, the, you know, with the animated body of the Devil Rider is able to ride by and pick up the head of the Devil Rider. Right. The the Devil Rider is really just the Devil Rider's monster. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. 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 Ooh, I love this reading of the text. I like I love this. It. I like no, this. It's in the title. It's not hidden. Nothing in this movie's hidden. No. Except for information between yeah. characters. <laughs> Why do you feel you're owed that? <laughs> it goes full Sleepy Hollow. The Devil Rider's severed head is picked up by his beheaded body so on the horse galloping past. It ends with his maniacal laughter. Roll Synth Morricone. It is the best ending. That yes, ending so is, is so great. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. That is when the movie really like caught me. Which, to be fair, right in yeah. that last catting, one, catching me in one the last five, moment. One I tenth wasn't of a second. Sure. Yeah. It's like a Wes Anderson movie. Let's make a bad movie for four hours, and then the last five minutes are really yeah. gonna get you. Ooh, savage. Ooh, Greg's coming. Greg's Grand coming. Budapest, Ooh. get out of here. <gasps> this movie is like West Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm going to give someone else a chance to sing the song this week. Just... Is, is it me? <laughs> oh, well, thank you so oh. very much, Casey, for letting me out. <laughs> thank you, God, for doing this great, this great podcast. Thank you. You're welcome, Devil Rider. Yeah, if you could just give me a chance, I'll do the song for you. Lead into the rip-off report card. <laughs> Thanks, Devil Rider. Here's from one of my favorites. I'm Devil Rider. I shot everyone that I could see. I even shot Casey. He did, remember, at the beginning? <laughs> <laughs> You can see the villain the entire time. <laughs> you think you're losing your mind. Yeah. You can't get away from the devil rider. <laughs> Revolver pork card. <laughs> devil rider, you have such a great voice. Oh, thank you, lady. If I had a body still, I'd shoot you. But you still have a hat. You can tip it. Uh, can you help me tip it, Casey? <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh, I dropped him. I dropped him. <laughs> the Devil Rider ripoff report card is brought to you by Death Valley's newest secondhand shop, High Plains <laughs> Thrifter. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Steer clear of those other consignment shops. You won't believe the kinds of deals we can stir up. We guarantee everything in here you can John afford. <laughs> this will be a classic, if not almost old-timey, ye old rip-off report card. So put on your dusters and grab your gold pans, kiddos. Yeehaw! <laughs> Would you be surprised to learn that director of Devil Rider, Vic Alexander, has not made a ton of movies? Well, you can't believe it! <laughs> <laughs> it's not for lack of trying, though, Devil Rider. He has, according to himself, a lot of highly creative movies he wants to make. <laughs> Devil Rider is by far the best known of Alexander's directorial output, but he wears many hats. He shot and edited David A. Pryor's Kill Zone, as well as Leo Fong's Fight to Win, starring Cynthia Rothrock. Hey! And he directed Second Unit for an early 90s William Smith action flick called Mission to Kill. He was also a camera assistant on Toby Hooper's Texas Chainsaw semi-sequel Eaten Alive in 1976. Ooh. So it's no surprise that, say, a prior regular like David Campbell would end up in Devil Rider and William Smith would end up in his 2015 film Tiger Cage. Now that's all good and dandy. But there's a nearly 15-year gap in between projects Two Faces of Youth in 1991 and Butterflies in the Wind in 2006. <laughs> well, in the interim, it seems Alexander went the path of many exploitation indie filmmakers. He started hosting filmmaking seminars in Burbank. Uh, <laughs> yes, you too can get the A to Z of film production from someone with over 40 years of the biz. Yes. Okay. What else has he been up to? Well, he sells short and long and 35 millimeter stocks from the studios to indie producers. And he has some very strong opinions about the necessity of film over the current digital trends. Good for him. <laughs> if you'd like to know more, you could visit his site, releasing.net, for a gray text on gray background block paragraph info dump. <laughs> a quick jaunt to his YouTube page finds an intro video to his YouTube channel that, no joke, uses star wipes, which just <laughs> rules. In 2009, he made a psychological thriller called The Chase, and as it is listed on IMDb, it is actually called The Chase by Vic Alexander. Oh. That's the name of the movie so that there's no confusion. <laughs> we are dealing with an auteur. What else can a man do to grease the wheels of creativity? Or at least pay the bills between jaunts to the Hollywood film market, which you can watch on his YouTube channel. <laughs> well, it shouldn't be surprising to say that he has some religious films in the work, especially given the fact that he's spent at least 15 years retranslating ancient texts. What? Yes. What? You can saunter to Amazon or better yet, thrift books and get Vic Alexander's Aramaic New Testament, which, according to some of the reviewers, is, quote, good for studying, not as smooth reading as many translations, <laughs> good for studying purpose, end quote. <laughs> He's apparently a native Aramaic speaker and has published no less than four biblical translations, which folks are pretty upset about because apparently the names translate differently. And as we've discussed in this podcast before, names are everything. <laughs> <laughs> 
So I guess I'll have to leave you with a little bit of wisdom from the man himself. Taken from his website, dated November 12th, 2015, this is the entire post. The American film market was held at the Lowe's Hotel on the beach in Santa Monica, November 4th through the 11th. It's called the home of the independents because it's where indie filmmakers get the opportunity of meeting buyers from all over the world. This year, the market exposed new trends in distributions and licensing of movies. Words to live by. (laughs) (laughs) And that has been the Devil Rider ripoff report card. (laughs) Oh, wow. Get away from the devil rider! <laughs> Rip off report card. <laughs> Two classmates, old and you know what? I'm gonna say new too. Uh, devil rider, welcome to Video Hot. Thank you, thank you so much for having me. It's an absolute pleasure. You're the head of the class. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's really gross when he laughs. I know, it's like spilling out the bottom, too. So before things get too icky in here, what are we walking away from the Devil Rider with? What might be on the final test? In lieu of a final thought, I just want to read the top review of this movie on IMDb. (laughs) Quote, I finally watched this film and frankly enjoyed after all, my father wrote it. I happen to know a little <laughs> bit about the film in that it was all shot on 200-foot reels and everything was done in one take. No multiple takes, which outside of editing would be akin to shooting a video on the fly today and handing it to someone. All that taken into consideration, it's actually a great horror story. The spirit of a psychotic comes back in the flesh to claim his land, bloodying Not up really. everyone on it. In oh, the they didn't watch this. Oh, they're talking about a different movie. Oh, they watched a different movie. Oh, okay. <laughs> if it had been done with a multi-million dollar budget and B-grade <laughs> actors, example, Carrie Elwes, etc. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, who do we think we thought Carrie Ellis would play? Like the Devil Rider? Uh, the Devil Rider. Carrie Ellis would be the Devil Rider? Oh, well, I'm flattered. <laughs> Devil Rider. I say remake it, only this time around with some big names and big budgets. Wow. Five stars. <laughs> Whoa, I missed this one. Also, the fact that it was shot on short ends. Of course it was. It was. <laughs> of yeah. course it was. That's this man's entire business model. He's like, look, I can do it. I I shouldn't have. <laughs> this movie gave me an idea. You guys want to drive up to the middle of nowhere, California with me? I found a dirt farm that we can all buy and turn into a bunch of condos. I got literally a text like this the other day, and I will <laughs> ghost this just like I did that text. Uh, you will ghost, ghost this? It. Thank you so much to our teacher, Philip Marlowe, Seth Applebaum of Ghost Funk Orchestra, and Gabriella Tessitore of Scout Harris for our theme music, Justin Ferrero of the Rizzos for our bed music, and Shear for our logo, 
and the entire Video High crew, Greg Hansen, Casey Regan, Jamie Kennedy, and me, Josh Roth. Next time, teen hackers get into hot water when a terrorism video game turns out to be all too real. No, it's not War Games. It's Terminal Entry with Special Exchange student, star of Terminal Entry and Summer School, Patrick Laberto. Listen on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm just excited for us to eventually cover the sequel of this movie on this podcast, Blazing Beelzebub. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and I'm just glad I survived the nearly fatal shooting that the Devil Rider gave me at the beginning of the episode. <laughs> yeah, well, you know what? I'm glad too. Oh, <laughs> are you guys friends now? No, I don't like. <laughs> hey, you're never gonna be on the podcast ever again. Okay. <laughs> All right, get out of here. And now he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> In your ear. Podcast Network.